Hi, welcome back to The Gopher, guys. This is James DePoint. I'm joined by my good buddy here, Pete Carlson. The show is brought to you by Rock Solid Financials. Reach out to them with all your tax, bookkeeping, and accounting needs. You can find them on the World Wide Web at rocksolidfinancials.com. Pete, welcome back. We saw ourselves some college football. It was fun. It was good. We were back in a live stadium with real fans, with real people. How did it feel to be back? It, was, it felt great. People were high-fiving, having a good time. Student section was incredible. It actually it, it had was a great that, feel to it. That was the most I've seen the student section in... I, I can't remember the last time they were that hyped. So I mean, you think, you like think, all the way yeah, to the very top, top. They were all hyped up the whole time. Even when we played Penn State, I was thinking about this. When we played Penn State two years ago, when we won... I think a lot of those student tickets were bought up by other fans because even yeah. at that, I don't remember seeing students all the way up top. It looked like a bunch of old farts up there that sure. you know yeah. weren't weren't. Yep, there's a difference between old farts and students that are way hyped. So that that was the best student section I've seen in. I didn't even know the last time. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that was because it was two years of students that haven't built up. Yeah, right. You got two freshman yes. classes essentially, but I think it's you got a big game out of the shoot, you know, Ohio State. So Big Ten, I think, did a great job of I mean that's a good change. It's a really really creative idea. Season. Yeah. I love that idea. You know, great flyover, <sighs> the tailgates were packed. Yep. I mean, it really just it had a a, a great vibe to it. You just, yeah. it, it was a sense of normalcy for everyone and everyone was having a blast. It was fun. It was a great football game. Yeah. So no, it's good. And didn't it. finish the way we wanted, but it was, I think it was, I mean, the rain held off long enough. The yep. forecast wasn't great and kind of worried about that, but the rain didn't really hit till late yep. third quarter, early fourth quarter. Yep. So otherwise that would put a little damp yep. damper on the whole deal. But but no one left though. No one that left. Was, and yeah. that, that was key because we were up at half, which like oh, I mean, just think about it. We were up at half against Ohio State when most people thought it wouldn't even be a game. What did the right? Ohio State fans say to you before or they weren't saying it to us, but they were saying it to each other before they entered the gates. Oh. Remember what that? Was that? We were in line and what did what did she say to me? Oh, it won't hope it was a game at halftime. Oh, Something yeah, those yeah I, I just okay. hope it's a game at halftime. Yeah. Just patronizing so me. Obnoxious. Right? Yeah. And that's, that's. I mean, I'm not here to blast on Ohio State fans. I'm going to try and keep it positive here. I'll yeah. go for you guys and stay, stay above par. But the, they are obnoxious fans. Yeah. I mean, they're, I haven't met too many nice Ohio State fans. I mean, yeah. tweet me and tell me something different if there's any Ohio State fans listening. But, um yeah, so I, I wasn't really looking forward to that aspect of it, but it was absolutely a game at half. We were up at half, yes. and I was super curious to see what the fans were going to look like if they came back or if they were going to leave, just because you just never know with Gopher fans, um, especially with the weather. And they all came back, and they were yep. all vibrant, and they were all there. Um, so... Give me your so we got a lot to cover here so I want to I want to jump into a lot of it here so just give me your thought just your overall thoughts on the game obviously we end up losing thirty one forty five but just your overall vibe of how you think uh, things went how it how it went overall. yeah so I mean the fourth and one call oh 
Let's, I just want to start with that. I mean, how gutsy of a oh. call when you think about it. Awesome. Down 10-0. Oh, do you remember because obviously for the listeners me and pete went to the game together and yeah. if you've never gone to a game with me before i i can be quite vocal and i just my filter i always above par with language there's never a language i'm not referring to that but just in general just things just flow out of me do you remember what i yelled out to the crowd, not that anyone's listening to you. Do you remember what I yelled out to the crowd before the fourth I was and next one? to you and I just ignored you. <laughs> but I should have Let's set the scene. It's fourth and one from our own 28-yard line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, fourth and one from our own 28-yard line, yard line and we're down by 10. And so I yelled, for the record, I think this is a great call, PJ. Yes, I do. Yes. No matter what happens, yeah. I believe this is a great call. Because I really do believe it. it like, if you play the odds... Yeah. Of you just ignore the risk for a second. You ignore the risk. Fourth and one. Like, what are the chances with you having what I believe to be a top five offensive line in the country and the best running back in the country? Mm. What are the chances that you don't gain one yard? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just ignore all the risk. Like, you just got to close your eyes, ignore all the risk, and just say, okay, what are the chances that we don't get a yard? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then you just play those odds. And at that point, I think PJ said, um, you know, we have to. We're down by 10. We can't just turn it over to the defense or else this game's going to get away from us. So I yeah. just, to- I just no, totally no, saw your, your that, thunder no, that, there. But no, I thought that, that, was, the, that was, was probably genius. the best, yeah. best call that PJ's done second to that Auburn call when he went for it on fourth and one. At uh, against Auburn in the bowl game, but well, Mo got more than one yard. He got fifty six yards. Yes, and and Fleck talked about it on his show, coach's show today, that you know he could feel the vibe of the game going bad, and yes, and he and then Ohio State called a timeout. Yes, more time to think about it. That's when you're like, oh, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna go against it. Yep, and he said he asked his players, and they all said, go for it. Which of course he said they always say he, go did, for he it. did yes That's he, and awesome. he's like I already love that. I mean he said I already made the decision but you could tell you can tell from the vibe of the team a lot yeah. of times if they're gonna get that one yard so that was a game changer and That's great really kicked off the second quarter in Absolutely. a good way I thought overall we wrote some thoughts as I was just really impressed with the wide receiving core without okay. Ottman Bell yeah which we didn't know if he was gonna be there. Um, and he wasn't, but I was very impressed with the wide receiving uh, core. We can go into that in more detail. Um, I really like this team. I think it's an excellent team. The defense showed some signs of confusion and big plays, but yes, it's Ohio State, so that's got to get cleaned up, obviously, and that's maybe the one concern. And it's hard but, to it's hard to know too, like how much of that is first game stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of those on their first long touchdown where it was like, it's totally out of position. We're, we're taking in calls from the sideline and yeah. it was like, we we're, it was like our first, you know, first little league baseball game or something. We're all standing around looking. They were not ready for Ohio like State's pace. No. It's, it, it felt like Which seems weird. Which and, seems weird. Yeah. The first game you have the most time to prepare for yeah. that one opponent, right? Because you have the whole summer. So first three weeks you can practice True. and game plan against them right so 
that that was disheartening to see us not ready. You know what I mean? The Ohio State, I mean, they were going fast. Yeah. That first but, drive. But we have we go against teams that go no huddle. It's not like that's a new thing. Yeah. You know what we I mean? We're caught off guard. We're caught off guard. I mean, maybe maybe because we go so leaping slow yeah. <laughs> in practice. They're probably not used to the, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they know that they have, oh, okay, here's 30 more seconds I can sit and watch. So maybe they're not used to that. But um, what what else did you see? What else did you like? Um, other stuff I liked, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess the tight end game was good. Uh, yeah. For Evans, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to get how many catches he had. But three, four, yeah. three, three catches, 44 yards. Yep. So he played great. Yeah, wide receiving core was good. Um, I also like special teams. I mean, not a huge factor in the game, but touchbacks every single time from the kickoff guy. I don't even know their names, but they were fantastic. Hey, and the kicker we get was the ball good. in the twenty five yard line every yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it, I'm totally okay with it. The fans it, didn't like it. I can yeah, dig it. Whatever. For we sure. get the ball. If you look at, it, we get the ball at the twenty five yard line against Ohio State. That's good. Sit down, clap for yeah. the offense. Like. Yeah, just because you paid for a ticket doesn't mean that <laughs> you get a boo at because they didn't run it back. I mean, no, we get at the twenty five yard line. Just take take it, accept it. Take huh? it, accept it, be okay with it. We're not going to return one for a touchdown, so just get over yourself. Yeah, so spe- special teams were good, um, and I guess you know the other thing was the green line. I was wondering what was going to go on there with Seth Green moving on. Yeah, I was surprised to see how many times they use that mole and pots wildcat form yeah which was just a surprise and yep. i mean they used it a ton so they're yep. definitely not going away from that package well they are going to be going away from that package well, soon we're going to get to that in a minute but good point good point so overall i mean it, it was a really good game back and forth um i mean down seven points with five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter that's great and then they scored and then we were going right back down the field and got a couple bad calls Kind of out of reach the game. The target targeting call that was that was when essentially the game ended. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. Where we had to score that possession. Where I think we we're down ten at that point, right? So mm-hmm. we had to score. We had a drive where um, we needed to score. It was a targeting, and then it goes to review, or should have been targeting. It goes to review where everyone's like, "All right, well, this is going to be." Yeah, over yeah. fixed. Then they double down and says, not only is it not targeting, it's a fumble in Ohio State's fault. That's when you just like, you go, really? This is it's bad. This is how we're gonna handle this whole thing. So that that was unfortunate, but we didn't lose the game because of the officials. But um, I like Dalen Wright. Dalen Wright is gonna be a stud. He's gonna be great. Yeah. And now if we get, we're supposed to get Amon Bell back. This week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he practiced Tuesday, which is great, along with Jordan Houghton, which is great as well because our our secondary was, was awful. No offense to whoever. I don't even know who number Calvin one Swenson. was. Is that is that his name? Yep. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, I'm sure he was our third stringer out there. He did not help us. Let's just put that as kind as possible. He was a disaster out there, unfortunately. Um, just in over his head. That really hurt. Um our defense with, with him being out. He was the third safety in the depth chart. Um, number two was injured too. Can't, yeah. I don't know his name, but you could tell. Yes. No, that's why he was the third string. So I feel bad for him, but that hurt. Um, so I do like our receiving core. I'm not a huge Daniel Jackson fan. He, he I still think he should have caught that touchdown at the, the last drive of the half. I think he got 
alligator arms and just was too shy for them. I really do. There's a few things that I see in him that just scares me. I know he had three catches, 58 yards, but it's the stuff that he didn't do, which scares me more. Yeah, we so, were driving again, weren't we? And that we would have been driving. If I, we would have went up 11 on them against yep. Ohio State, that would have. I mean, you have to capitalize on some of those moments. And that would, Tanner threw a really good ball, but he was he showed two or three times where he was getting alligator arms with it, and I'm like, oh man, is he really just? Sh- he, he just looked like he was too shy for the moment. You know what I mean? And, and Tanner's that, deep ball was good all all game. It, Tanner's Tanner had good ball. The the one to uh, Braun Stevens, that one, that was, and I hate to bring up refs, I hate whatever, but he had a great ball, but yeah. Ohio State's guy, he raked his arm right around it, so unless he makes the one-arm catch, you know, but he put it right there, he had, he had a few good deep balls, I'll, I'll give him that, we are going to address that as well, we'll, we'll talk about that, so I see that, I see that smile there, um, but let's call, let's call the, uh, elephant in the room here and acknowledge what happened. Was that technically in the fourth quarter when Mo went down? Third, fourth quarter? Doesn't even matter. When Mo went down, that was, yes, fourth quarter. That was, that was the turn point. I mean, you could tell that just literally oh, took. Yeah. yeah, end of the third quarter. Technically. End of the third quarter, technically. Okay. Yeah. Yep. What well, minute left. Minute left in the third. Okay. Um, that took the wind out of the entire stadium. I mean, you could tell it was obvious and apparent, like, oh, shoot. It did, like, to me, it didn't even matter. Obviously, it mattered if we were going to win or lose the game, but everyone was like, this is only one game. If we lose our best player, this isn't going to be good, right? So, yeah. um, such a good kid, too, and such a great leader, you just see, you just hate to see a kid that actually came back when he could have went to the NFL. He came back because he wanted to have another season with his guys, and he saw so much in the team, and we could have had so much with him. Um, now he's gone. Um, what a heartbreaker that is! Just your initial thoughts with Mo going down there. Yeah, I mean, no, you have nothing to add. I mean, you stated it well, it was the, the turning point in the stadium. Yes. Even though it was a close game, it just felt like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. The one guy that we couldn't lose. Yep. You actually there's two guys and they were both out in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Chris Odell. Well I'm Well, about, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. like before the season we yes. I, I, I think when I I know when I did my predictions I was saying yep. two guys you couldn't lose. Yep. Yep. So now, you so you jinxed it then. <laughs> that's just, you you were the guy that brought up both of them and both those guys went down. That's a good point. I can take full responsibility, but guess what? Can you stop? Got, can you stop doing stuff like that? Yeah. Now that I know, can you jinx someone else right now for me? I have a recommendation <laughs> for you that we're also going to get to pretty quickly here. Yeah. Stay tuned, audience. Well, that's, a, that's a good tease. No, Keep I don't want to wish ill will on anyone, so we're not injury by any means. But um, okay. But getting back to Mo though, so. Give me your – how does this change now that you've seen how – because, I mean, our offensive line, I could talk all, all day about our offensive line um, and how well, you know, our defense, I think it's better. It still doesn't – we gave up, what, five big plays. Yeah. Five on – I mean, so we got to figure that out. I mean, we played great defense against them, but keep giving up big plays. That was like what we did in, what, 2018 before what's-his-face got fired. I mean, we sure. we got to get that figured out. But how does this change for the good or for the bad, your season prediction? So you told me a week and a half ago, I had you at 
ten and two for your season predictions. I was at nine and three after seeing what you saw against Ohio State, and now knowing the news that Mohamed Ibrahim, our best running back, our best running back for sure in the Big Ten, if not the entire country, which I would argue such an unbelievable back, uh, is out for the season. Are you staying with ten and two? Are you improving that? Decreasing it? Talk to me. Well, it'd be crazy if I was improving it, right? Why? <laughs> well, watching the game before Mo went we down, took the number, I felt pretty. We took I felt the pretty good about four, ten and the, two. The number four team in the country down the wire. It's a good point. That yeah, I feel really good about our team. I think I. So if if, if Mo I, was, it, let me ask this before we get to the actual. I'll give you a hypothetical. Then give me yes. reality. Hypothetically, if Mo didn't get injured. Would you have changed your prediction from 10 to? No, I'd probably stay there, but I'd say we're going to win the Big Ten West. Yes. With if, certainty. If the defense improves incrementally throughout yes. the year, which yep. seems to be what happens. What, it, what should happen. Yeah. Yeah. Which Rossi seems to happen. So they, yes. they, they'll be adequate in the beginning. Yes. They get better and better. Yes. Yep. I can see that happening. Our offense might score 40 points a game. Yes. And we'll. we'll would well, would absolutely score well, forty points a game. Yeah, but and, and I and they control so, ball. Yeah, I mean, look at we thirty eight minutes to twenty one. Yeah, I mean, think about that against Ohio State. We time of possession thirty eight minutes for Minnesota, twenty one minutes for Ohio State. Well, well, that's the well. I know where you're going there. I know. I have to mention in the third quarter. Go ahead, mention it. Yeah, three minutes and fifty-one seconds for Ohio State with the ball, but they did score twenty-one points. Okay, which is a big problem. We're not details. I mean, third quarter, you knew they were going to come out blazing, but the penalties followed by the strip sack right into the (sighs) breadbasket touchdown. That was a terrible lock. Turn events awful. So getting back, sorry, yes. I, I got you off track yeah. there. Give me your, so how does this change? So now yeah, we're getting so to reality, knowing I, what you know now. Yep, I still think we can win the Big Ten West. Okay. I still, I think 9-3 and three is still very attainable. I was going to I was gonna say so very attainable. Oh, wait, so you think 9-3 and three is the best we can do? You just said very attainable. I'm yeah. asking you, is what are we going to do? Give us a crystal ball. Is 9-3? and 9-3 is time. my mark now with okay. Mo out. I'm going down one win. One win. I I liked what I saw. Injury happened. I was gonna, I'd stick with ten and two, even if we lost. Okay. But with Mo out, you gotta I gotta give him at least one game. Okay. He's that he's that good. I think the running backs behind him will step up more than people think. Okay. We're gonna get there, so don't don't jump on that quite yet. Hold that thought. I'm gonna give mine quick and then we yeah. are going into that. I said at nine and three. Before all this shenanigans with, you know, Ohio State and the shenanigans with Mo going out, I'm gonna stick to nine and three. Okay. And stay. I'm gonna stay there. I think. I think we will go nine and three, even with uh, Mo, because we're better than what I thought we were. Mm-hmm. But Mo, and this is leading into Mo here. It, just listening on social media, and I, I love all the talk, and it's a great discussion. It's a great discussion. I love it. But I think people are absolutely insane to think of the impact that Mo has on this team. I mean, Mo is such a good back. I mean, he does stuff that we don't have another back on our roster 
that does what Mo does. I mean, his people keep saying, oh, we have a four-star this and a four-star that, and we have Trey Potts that's so good and Kim Wiley and blah, blah. No, but there's so many things to being a great running back, a Big Ten running back, that Mo has figured out over time that these guys simply cannot do. It's not that they'll never be able to do it, but they can't do it right now. I mean, Mo finds a way, and he's smart enough to know when he just needs to stick his head in a hole and just sneak out two, three, four, five, six maybe yards and break a tackle that may turn into 14-15. Or he sees the same and he takes an edge and he just goes, right? So that's the big part of this whole puzzle that I don't think people really appreciate how good of a back Mo is and how big of an impact it's going to make. So the reason why I went 9-3 and three was, though, because I didn't think our defense or our offensive line would be that dominant. I mean, we were pushing Ohio State back. I mean, there were some times where we were literally leveling the playing field on the other side, of, making a new line of scrimmage against Ohio State, who is obviously yep. going to be sending half those guys to the draft next year, right? So that impressed me. So I think Mo is at least a full game, right? A full win mm-hmm. um, with that. So I call it evening it out at 9-3. and three. Um, I still think is attainable. And I still do think uh, Big Ten West, that, that makes it tricky. Obviously, Wisconsin well, lost. Yeah, there you go. Wisconsin lost. Um, Iowa looked pretty dominant. Iowa did look down. I think they're but probably the team to be. It, but everyone else does not look great. That's, I mean, that's the one. I think the Big Ten is probably a little down this year. Uh, Indiana, same thing. They didn't look great. So I, I'm not, our Indiana, one that we both said we were mm. going to lose, I think I feel a bit better yeah. about that one now. Good point. Um, so that, that was reassuring. But million dollar question everyone wants to know is, who on earth is going to replace Mo Ibrahim, who I just stated, obviously, I think is one of the best backs we've ever had at the University of Minnesota. Truly feel that way. I know that sounds like a crazy exaggerated statement in the moment, but I really do. In 10 years, I'm going to be saying the same darn thing. Yep. Who on earth is going to replace Mo? That's a question for you. It is. Yeah. We've got options. We do have options. It's there's some pretty technically, you, technically we do at, have options. When yes. you look at the depth but who? of running backs all throughout the Fleck era, yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, good so, like what? So I mean, Cam so Wiley I, was I think, a four star recruit. How good is Cam Wiley? He he was technically a four star recruit. Yeah, he's got some work to do. Yeah, right. So I can like, but you, that's these, these events can shape a kid's career. It's time to step up, Potts. I like Potts. I think they switched the game plan a little bit because they can't. It's going to be a little different. And I think more reps, they're going to have to grow up quick. And between Bryce Williams, Kai Thomas even. I do like Kai Thomas. He's probably the the next guy, right? But is he ready? We're going to find out. I mean, you got four good options that you can play around with. Or Irving. I know they're throwing him in there. Yeah, that's there's a lot of options. So, so yeah, Cam Wiley's the like then? Cam Wiley's the most disappointing because it looks like he can't even get his. No, he he has no idea. Yeah, he has no idea what he's yeah, doing he's, out there. So I think he probably gets Bryce Williams seems to hit a hole hard yeah. to me. 
Uh, Trey Potts is dancing. We, we didn't even see Bra- Bryce Williams. He got what did he get? He got one carry. Yep. So uh, he got maybe one Tanner carry. Maybe so th- this is what's interesting though. Trey Potts got ten carries. Cam Wiley yeah. three carries. Bryce Williams one carry. Kaitan must didn't see a carry, nor did Marquise Irving, which you know kind of interesting. But they must think Potts is the guy. Yeah. Or they think Potts is just enough of a differentiation from Mo that it gives him a different look. You know what I mean? Yep. So um, the thing that worries me, though, is Trey Potts, he, he can't run it between – or he doesn't run it well between the tackles, right? In the Big Ten, we need to be able to run between the tackles. We need – on a third and three, we need to be able to run right off our guard tackle and, and get three, four yards for a first down. Trey, that's not his natural – mode of thinking right he wants he's a, more a scat back that wants to get outside but against good athletic teams that are physical like you tried it against ohio state that didn't work right cam wiley don't even bring up cam wiley i mean i'm gonna try and keep this uh, you know a family-friendly show there's no way cam wiley is our guy he needs to play free safety he'd be a stud free safety yeah tall athletic long put him back there pj you're listening put him back there so that's – don't even bring him up, please. Bryce Williams, we only saw one carry. He was, as you said off the air earlier, he was apparently ahead of Mo. Was that a couple years ago, two years ago? Yeah, when Rodney Smith went down. When Rodney Smith went down, right? So yeah. he must have some potential, right? But, you know, I'd like to see him. I don't think he was a between-the-tackles guy. So if it were me it, – But is it is it the case where we just hit, never have seen anyone besides Mo? Run between the tackles because that's most. Thing. Well, we've seen Trey Potts. I feel like well, I've seen enough of Trey Potts. Yeah, but that that might be part of it. I'm not saying that's bridges the gap. Yeah, but you might get more looks from those guys, and just by they're kind of the change up, like you said, right yes, now. Yes, change Outside, of pace guy. Change yeah. of pace. Yeah. So that could be part of it. And those big holes, Mo is running through. Anybody, could, you know, some of them. Some of them, anybody, when you get 30 but touches just, a game, you're going to get more yards because you're going to get that O-line is going to open up some correct, balls. Correct. But remember, what Mo had, what do you have, 160, 164 yards. 160, he had one, lock, one run where it was a loss of one. He had 151 yards, Pete. 151 yards of that was after contact. Right? So... He's a stud. That's what I'm. That's what yeah. I don't think people are realizing. He is doing this all after contact. Trey Potts, I feel like you just whip his whip him at the shin with an arm tackle and he flips <laughs> over. It's like, dude. Like, it's I'm true. not saying I would run through that tackle, but yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like, what? So that's what I'm worried about. Unless our O line is physically dominant, where you or I is going to run through the holes. He's going to need – we need someone to be able to break a tackle like Mo is. I sure. mean, he's just – no one can tackle the dude. I mean, dude, he averaged 5.4 yards a carry against Ohio State. Right? I mean, like, that's insane. So getting all that – I don't want to be negative, Nancy, and I appreciate your therapeutic positivity here. Yeah. Kai Thomas is – just watch it. So he was the Kansas four-star recruit player of the year, Gatorade player of the year in Kansas – Watching him, he's he's a stud. He's more of a bruiser back, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how physically ready he is with it. I mean, this is his second year in college 
with it. So they've got them through a full year of the weight room and nutrition program and stuff. So I'm hoping he's physically ready. I don't know what the, uh, the scouting report Mo actually did it at the beginning of the year where he talks about all these guys, which was really interesting to read. He said, Kai Thomas is just behind with the X's and O's part of it. So if they can get him up to speed with the X's and O's part of it, I, I want to see Kai Thomas, right? That's my guy, right? So that's my, Mm -hmm. I'm circling him as my guy. I want to see him. So if there's, if there's 40, if we run the ball 40 times against Miami of Ohio on Saturday, I want to see Kai Thomas get at least 20 of those carries at least. And then Trey can have Trey can. Well, no, I'll be nice. 15. I want to see 15 from Kai 10 from Potts, 10 from Bryce Williams, and maybe throw a marquee serving, you know, for a couple. Don't give it to Cam. I don't want to see Cam. Put him on a wide receiver for a bomb where he just runs a fly. That's the only time I want to see him on the field. Maybe kick off, something like that. But that is going to be a huge, huge decision PJ's going to have to make. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It, I'm just thankful we have the next few games where we have a little bit of uh, lighter schedule, so to speak, where we can kind of figure that stuff out. So any other thoughts with running back before we move to the uh, big question of the night? That's it. That's no. it? No? Okay. okay. Covered it well. Good. Pete, let's let's just call a spade a spade here. Is Tanner Morgan – you knew this was coming – is Tanner Morgan our best option at QB, or is PJ in what I would say a hard position where he doesn't have enough evidence or a justifiable reason to pull? I mean, is he legitimately our best option? So how many points did we score against Ohio State? We How many points did Mo score? Is that what you said? Um, <laughs> Mo scored... No, the- <laughs> Mo scored, let me see, he had two touchdowns, so he had 14 okay. of the 31 points. Okay, mark that down. All yep. Right, let's... And then uh, Bryce Bryce Williams. Actually, Dalen, Bryce Dalen. Williams scored the other. So they Dalen scored. Wright. So three. So three. So he scored twenty. So we ran in twenty-one of the thirty-one. Tanner Morgan threw a decent seven-yard back shoulder. Th- it wasn't even back shoulder. Threw a fifty-fifty ball up to. Dalen, Dalen Wright, right, who yeah. made just an unbelievable catch. So okay. what were you saying so, now well, okay. about Tanner Morgan? It, I'm not moving a quarterback that is in charge of the whole system that produces 30 to 40 points a game. You'd be crazy but as see, a head see, coach. Why would you ever do that? It makes see, no sense. That's, that's exactly. He, by, by the way, he ran it six times. Oh, <laughs> no, you're not saying that. Don't. Pete, don't get keep me level for a little bit before I I don't want to I don't want to go off the, six times, dude. I don't want to get too fired. I'm gonna try and stay level for a little bit here before I get to that. Come back to that scrambler. One. No, okay, came back no. to so he he actually I mean he spread around the ball to the wide receivers. Yes, it's a rush heavy offense. Yes, but anytime you have a quarterback that's producing that many points, yeah. You'd be crazy in his no. senior year with you. You wouldn't. It makes all you can do is go wrong. Why? That's not what's wrong. With, why would you fix something that's? Why would you try to fix something? It, leadership is underrated. Yeah, it's very underrated because oh, arm strength. Blah blah blah. Yeah, Tanner has presided over 
very a very good offense for yeah. how many years? And you're yeah. gonna bench him because you think Annex they might be able to throw one more bomb? No. He put no. every Tanner Morgan put every long bomb on the guy, receiver's hands. He did. He was 14 for 25. Half of those misses were the guy didn't catch the yeah. ball. Yeah, this is all good stuff. Yeah. So that's all I got. I mean, I, it's not even a discussion. Well, we talk about this next week. Oh, it's a discussion. Oh, no, no, no. We're not done. We're not, no, oh. there's still time in the show. No, no, no. We, okay, here's the problem. And that is you brought up exactly, exactly what the issue is. Because we are overlooked. We just look at it as how many points did we score? We scored 31. Oh, well, it looks good. But if we start peeling back the onion here, the problem is that's that's what I think PJ's position is it's a hard position to be in because why would you screw it up because you know we're putting up points and we're winning we're doing well but if we really look at it it's not necessarily what tanner does it's what he doesn't do okay the long bomb i can care i don't mean i'm not even whatever about the long bomb anymore he doesn't have a great arm because if you think about it he lobs it and it goes high, and he just throws it early. If you really look at it, he just throws it early enough where he throws it long enough, but it's at a rainbow. It's not a bomb. He just throws it early. That's a that's a cheat one. If you really watch it, okay. he just throws it early. So, it, yeah, it's not whatever. But I'm not even worried about that. It's the fact of what he doesn't do. The whole stadium, I'm – listeners, if you could just see my facial expression, I'm about to lose it here. Okay. If you, the whole stadium watch, if he could keep it one time on a read, he would run for days. He would run for days. And he's not even a good scrambler. He scrambled one time on the third and fourth that I know you just loved. I mean, you you couldn't believe he got six yards. I was giving high it fives. Was, yeah, you were high five and you Look were passing COVID all over the place hey, with that. that and was, they ran an option for him too, remember that? Oh, that was the dumbest play. We're, we're going to stay focused. So it's the... It's what he doesn't do. So he, he never pulls. keeps it. No, yeah, no. Okay. So he That's is fine. not a threat. And especially now that we don't have Mo, the best back in the country, it's even more important that we need Zach Anikstead to step in because he will be a dual threat quarterback, which Tanner is not. Yeah. And so we need – because now – even when people know we are running the ball and handing off to Mo, they still can't stop him because their own line is good enough and Mo's going to break tackles. But guess what? We don't have Mo anymore. So now we have to be able to throw the ball really well. And we have to have a threat on the running side from our quarterback. So we going to be, you know what, if we don't switch our quarterback, Pete. Like, just straight up. I know that sounds extreme. It sounds extreme, especially when we're playing well, right? And it would be the boldest move out of PJ's book if he were to say, you know what? We have a good team. We've had a good team the last two, three years. But I am switching quarterbacks now. That would be ballsy. That would show me that PJ is well, in it to win it. He doesn't care about how You really the, think about that the pulls, the ball four times the a game is that important? Absolutely. And I think if we had Annex said we'd pull it more than four times a game. Do you really think that they're not telling him? I mean, don't you think the coaching staff is telling him, you know, watch the read on the no. run and the no. and the pass before the no. You, I mean, he is yeah. he is told not, to he is told to give it. He is the, if he was actually reading it, it's one of two things: either he's told to give it, 
Yeah. Or if he is actually reading it, he don't know how to read. He needs to go back to like third grade reading because he is not reading it. Because you know, like in the pull it down. It's I don't. It's a pull. It is pull seventy five percent of the time. No. Yes. That DN is crashing down on her because he knows with 100% certainty well, for sure. Tanner Morgan is not pulling this ball and running it. He would run for days. He would limp along. He, You know what I mean? He, he, But I don't get why. There's no justifiable reason. He is running to open green. He can slide when he gets tired. I could care less. After 15 yards, if he gets winded, sure, go down. I could care so less. So would you be satisfied if he pulled it three times a game? No, he's got to, no, he's got to pull it five. Five. Five's the magic number. He's got to pull up five times, and that will be enough for defense to respect. I will t- – best and final, I'll give him four. 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 But it's got to be four good ones. And you, you, you're you sure Anikstead would do this? Anikstead would absolutely do it. Yes. Right. Okay. He loves point to run. Take he's, he's got you're, the you're, run in him. You're completely wrong, but I appreciate your you point think? of view. You think? <laughs> no, no, but I, seriously. It's a good point. It's a good point. I wish you'd – I'll get in this. Well, not get. I mean, I just think it's one area that is frustrating to watch. Agreed. Right? The whole well, stadium even noticed. I mean, the yeah. whole stadium when he was young. I, mean, I, don't, think just as, I don't think it's as open as you are kind of 75% of the time. Come on. On a read? Yeah. Come on. When, when they're running into the outside. I mean, that D end will catch him in quite a hurry. I think that's a great point. They'll catch Tanner Morgan. They won't catch Zach. I don't think Anik's that much faster. Yes, absolutely. Do you, have you seen their like dash time? I mean, I read how far? I don't have the stats in front of me, but I, I remember think that's watching. Look into for next episode. <laughs> I will. I will look into Let's that. See, a forty-yard dash. Yes. Okay. No. It's 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 a good point. Noted, but you, you would never make that change over just that. That's my point. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's we're always going to beat the teams that we should, but we will never beat an Ohio State. We'll never beat. I don't think we're going to beat an Iowa with Tanner either, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I could care less about beating Miami Ohio. Care less about well, beating all these. Maybe other always ones. change the equation. Maybe you'll see it because I think we do need another weapon, right? We'll never beat Iowa or Wisconsin if we don't make a change at quarterback. I truly believe that we'll we'll go no. we'll win eight games, but we're never going to beat. Iowa and Wisconsin, if we have Tanner there. But we have one with Tanner over Wisconsin. Like the first time in That's when Wisconsin was terrible. Years. That was when Wisconsin was terrible. And you we see did what I'm saying? Your, it, it's, your point is well taken, but it's, it's, you're doing a hypothesis, which is what, you know, is fun to do. But you're taking away for granted all the good things Tanner does, and it's not flashy stuff. It's... No, I agree. it's 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 the it's it's the leadership stuff. It's the decision yeah. making. It's no the stability. Yeah. It's all that stuff. Accuracy, all that stuff. He threw an interception. Well, I got taken back. Yeah, but technically threw an interception. It was sure. an overthrow. Yeah, th- sure we'll see. So time will tell. He, time yeah. will tell. Uh, you and a lot of people were yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I wasn't Paul. yelling to like bench him or anything. I was super yeah, respectful. Good, it, I'm not that it's guy. A point. I think this isn't the last of this discussion. I don't think it's going to be the last. Of it. And listeners, oh, if you're if you're it's listening, exciting. I want to I want to hear from you guys. It, you know, Team Pete, if you're with Tanner, or Team James, if you're uh, with me here with with that, because that would be um, interesting. Hey, why don't you put that poll on the Gopher guys? 
You know what? We are going to do that. We, Maybe that, we should. And who's That'll settle the running, debate. Yes, I think I love and the running back. People. Yes. Let's let's go to that. We'll let the listeners decide yeah. who's right, who's wrong. I love Perfect. it. Perfect. Very good. Uh, quick, give it to me here because we're running out of time. Prediction for Saturday, Miami, yeah, Ohio. I think we give take care of business. Uh, 38-14. Love it. 45-14. Gophers. It's going to be a route. We're going to be singing the rouser. It's going to be big time. Beautiful. It's going to be therapeutic. Everyone's going to need it. Uh, Saturday, 11 o'clock at the bank. Thanks for listening. As always, follow us at the Gopher Guys on Twitter. Roll the boat. Skyima. Go Gophers.